let's talk about which brothers in hockey you'd like to sleep with at the same time. We got the Sedins, we got the Subans, we got the Sutters, we got um, who else we got? I feel like the Subans are an easy choice, but I don't know how I feel yeah. about a cowboy hat in the bedroom. We got the Bens. Oh, the Bens? Yeah. It's a lot of beard. Big Ben. A lot of beard going on in that threesome. Mm-hmm. I assume it's just me and them. I don't think the Sedins are very exciting. Do you think by making vaguely homoerotic jokes in a hockey podcast, we just lost like half of our potential listeners? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Well, good to I see mean, him go. Good riddance. I if you can... aren't okay with the picturing a podcast host have sex with two of the Subban brothers, yeah. there's three. There's three. We only get two. You haven't played in the NHL yet. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> then you're not woke enough. I think the Sedins would probably come at the same time. Anyway, <laughs> just a thought. <laughs> They'd say the same thing. Yeah. They'd both, go, definitely, they'd both go something in Swedish that you don't understand. They've definitely come the exact same number of times in their entire lives. I don't know, actually. Maybe uh, Henrik a little Hen- more? Henrik a little more because no, Daniel. Daniel was injured for a while. <laughs> yeah. Right, welcome, 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 welcome. This is episode two of the seventeen hundred part series, the Hockey Sport Podcast. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Daniel Doney. He is Daniel Doney. He's Stephen Morgan. I am Stephen Morgan. Um, it's getting close to Christmas time, Steve. Really? Yeah. How close? Mm, it's December fourteenth, so we're at least at least two days away. Um, what do you think Wayne Gretzky wants for Christmas? What does Wayne... Most hockey players probably want their two front teeth. <laughs> Is that the answer to the Wayne Gretzky question? Yeah. Or uh, didn't he have gambling problems? Remember that know. story? I think his daughter was a problem. Is it wrong of me to say his daughter's pretty hot? No. I mean, that's a problem. All right. I, w- I wouldn't want to date Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Wouldn't you? I think it'd just be intimidating to come home. Like, you know, you always have to meet your, you always have to meet the in-laws. Mm-hmm. It'd just be intimidating to meet the great one. I don't know. Socially, it'd be more awkward than anything else. Yeah. He's not a talker. Yeah, the dinner table would be quiet. I bet the best part is if you're at the dinner table and you say, pass the salt. It's in your hand. Oh, man. Tape to tape. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Really quick. Yeah. Or it gets past you because you can't stop it. It'd be weird because he'd be behind you when he passed it. Yeah. In his office. Yeah, in his office. Which is behind the dining room. (laughs) Behind the dining room table. (laughs) Be under the table. He just works well from under there. It's sick. It's really quick. It's a weird hockey thing. We never see him coming, but he always has a good sense of the room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or we just ask him so many hockey questions. It would just get incessant like everyone would be like okay stop asking him about his coaching of the arizona coyotes stop it don't, just don't ask him about that anymore. asking about the coyotes so when you were coaching the coyotes did you know that uh they were gonna get moved or did you get a sense that that was gonna happen or how do you feel about the future seattle coyotes the, <laughs> the sea coyotes <laughs> with their new head coach Wayne Gretzky. you'd think they'd be the seals but they're not. They're not. 
Sea coyotes. The seals are the coyotes of the sea. Our top stories for the day. First, before we get to our top stories. Oh, Zamboni time. It's Zamboni time. Ooh. This is the part of the show where we Zamboni away some of the stories that we're not going to talk about. Mm. We're not going to talk about these stories. Nope. The Zamboni cleared them away, fresh sheet of ice. Zamboni story number one. World Juniors. We're not going to talk about the World Juniors yet. Uh, tournament hasn't started yet for one thing. And for another thing, I just don't know. I, I just haven't done any research. Don't know any of the players. Okay. It's my bad. I just I just don't know anything about it yet. No, that's fair. So we're just not going to talk about it. We're just not going to talk about it because I couldn't even if I wanted to. All right. Like, do you know? Like, I mean, we could talk about who's going to start no, I for a goalie. I have no idea. Who do you think is going to be on the team? Captains, potential captains. Uh, one of the Subban. Is there another Subban? I, I don't know. I don't know anybody. Okay. Um, don't know. No, any, I'm just any fine. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. Yeah, it won't come up again. I don't think it'll come up because there's no way to bring it up. No. Do you Sh- think that Canada I, has a good chance? In- Probably. We're usually in the gold medal game, but I mean that's not that interesting to talk about. No, it's probably we don't really be. know why we'd be there if we have good players. Yeah, maybe we don't have a good chance. Maybe we have a bad team this year. That'd be interesting. That'd be a story. We wouldn't talk about that, though. That'd be a top story. Top story this week, not World Juniors. <laughs> All right, Zamboni time, number two. The second story we're going to Zamboni is the Edmonton Oilers. Don't need to talk about the Oilers this week. I think we covered it last week. For those of you who have been following along since episode one. First off. Thanks. Thank you. Oh my god. Welcome back. That's so nice. Seriously, we missed you. Wow. I hope you missed us. <sighs> the times we've had. Just think. I'm growing a beard the now. The times we've had. You probably wouldn't even recognize me. Can you hear the beard? Can you hear it grow? Listen. So we feel like those of you who have been keeping track at home, the Edmonton Oilers were brought up maybe under 300,000 times last episode. Yeah. And that's probably enough. We're going to give them a break. Oilers listeners, welcome back. Welcome to the fold. It's nice to have you back. This uh, is a safe zone. Yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I know it's hard now, and it's uh, it's tough being in Edmonton. We probably talk about it a lot, but we're not going to talk about it, so it's fine. Yeah. I feel like we made fun of the city, the players, the management, the, the coach. History. Um, Petey Shytown. Yeah, Petey Shytown, of course. We really covered the bases. The culture. We already have made fun of Gretzky. This episode, so we got that out of the way. Yeah, we don't. So we can go clear Zamboni. We don't need to talk about Messier. Can we throw in a Zamboni on Messier? All right. Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, Messier has been Zamboni. I saw a guy on the subway wearing no. a Canucks Messier jersey, no. and I thought to myself, oh, "Fuck you." Is, wasn't there a buyback program for those when we did the big Messier Canucks jersey burning at City Hall? Yeah, you can get free season tickets. Yeah, if you bring in the Messier jersey and allow them to burn it in front of you. Yeah, it's season tickets to the uh, Seattle Sea Coyotes. But Yeah, but those are as good as gold right now. They, that's like Bitcoin. You want to invest early. Yeah, it's just like Bitcoin. Our next Zamboni topic, Flurry on Murray, Murray on Flurry. This was an actual headline that was making the rounds on the interwebs. A real sports writer getting paid wrote that headline. And we are fake sports writers doing this for free, and we are saying that that is not acceptable. Not at all. There's no anything there. Murray on flurry, flurry on Murray? That's terrible. What does that mean? 
They're not on each other. It's Either just, way, it's just there's no story there. It, there's no story there. It's just the it's just hockey news or whatever it is. Just just building up a game, trying to get viewership. Yeah, just it's just a normal thing that happens in hockey is players that get traded end up playing each other. Yeah, it's not surprising or and interesting. Those two dudes clearly like each other and yeah. want each other to do well. It's not a story. It's not a story. Zambonied it. It's gone. You know why we Zambonied it? Because it's not a story. It's not a story. Ah, thank you very much. Oh, we forgot. Um, we forgot our permazam. Oh, this is a harsh moment. Uh, we didn't want to have to do it, but at this point, we don't really have a choice. It hurts me to say this. I don't want to have this conversation with you, our viewers, and uh, we're. I mean, we were forced into this position. I don't want to. We don't want to have to do this. We didn't want this. It's tough when you're, when you've been wronged, and there's only one way to get over being wronged. It's just confusing. I just don't know why. Anyway, for those of you who tuned in last week, which is some of you, our guest was going to be Artem Anisimov. Anisimov. Mm-hmm. And he didn't show up. He didn't. You know. He didn't show up. It's not us. It's him. I just don't know why he would say. He's going to show up and then not show up. Just, you know? So Dinner was on the table? Yeah, we had every, we had a whole line of interesting questions ready for him to go. Yeah. So, you know what, Artem? No. You're permazammed. You're permazammed. Permazamboni. Somebody just got permazammed. We don't want you on the show, and we'll never mention you again. Permazam cheese. Mm-hmm. Our uh, guest this evening is the wonderful, the talented, the recently retired former Ottawa Senator, Chris Neal. Yeah, that's exciting. Great guy. Chris Neal's been doing the rounds uh, on the talk shows, talking about his long, illustrious career. Lots of fights, lots of goals. Big player. We're excited to talk to Chris Neal at the end of the day. We're going to ask Chris Neal questions such as... What's it like to be the highest paid player in the NHL? Mm-hmm. Um, how come you... Do so good. Where did you get those skates? Mm-hmm. Not what brand? No. Where? Where did you buy them? Mm-hmm. Not your first pair. I don't care about that. It's when you were a kid. It's stupid. But where did you get your newest pair? Like, when... Do you have Netflix? Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to on Netflix? What's on your list? Tell us your Netflix net, uh, your Netflix list. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be hard-hitting. What's the, what, is Chris, uh, what does the name Chris mean? Are you excited for Chris Mass? Neil, Neil, Neil. On this day in hockey history. Ooh. Turn back the clock. Turning back the clock. As we have already mentioned, it is December 14th today. Merry 11 days from Christmas. Wow. I'm so excited for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Chris Neilmas. Chris Neilmas. Excited to have you on, Chris. Is Chris on yet? He's on. Did we get Chris? Uh, no, that's later in the segment. That's later. Later in the segment. Chris is coming on at 2 o'clock, top of the hour. Chris Neal, everybody. Ottawa Senators top legend. Of the top of the hour. Top of the hour. Top of the hour morning to you. Top of the hour to you. Top of the hour to you. Chris Neal is... Bottom of the morning to you. Anybody say that? Bottom of the morning to you. Bottom of a bottle to you. Bottom of the bottle that's to you. That's what you say right yeah. before a fight. <laughs> you smash it in their face. Yeah. A leprechaun fight. I wouldn't fight a leprechaun. 
A leprechaun wants you to fight him. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd be goading you into fighting him, and then he'd trick you and turn you into a goat or something. Because he's goading you. Nice. I thought that was the pun you meant to make. It was. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. On this day in hockey history, December 14th, 1929, the Leafs won 7-6 over the visiting New York Rangers, which was the first team to ever travel to an NHL game by plane. Wow. 1929. Wow. That's an actual fact. It's a chartered flight, and the game-winning goal was scored by Harold Baldy Cotton. Again, actual name. Before that, they just traveled on boats. Yeah, mostly boats. Or motorcycle gangs. Mm Mm-hmm. Harleys mm-hmm. and chains, leather jackets. Yeah. That's uh, one of the darker chapters of hockey history. Of hockey history, yeah. Yeah. They uh, used mainly wind-powered boats and Harleys mm-hmm. to travel around to games. Yeah. Which was particularly difficult in winter. Particularly difficult on ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it wasn't until 1927 that the Harleys were banned from being used in the game. Right. Because they used to drive them on for the morning warm-ups. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, part of the history. History, guys. And girls. December 14th, 1933. And uh, gender, all genders. Yeah. December 14th, 1933, Montreal's Howie Morenz became the NHL's all-time leader in goals. Wow. That's right. Someone named Howie Morenz once led the lead league in all-time goals with 247. He was the first person in NHL history to have a 247th goal. Wow. A feat now shared with such people as, I don't know, Nugent Hopkins? Who has 247 goals? Kyle Wellwood. Kyle Wellwood, at least. At least. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was the uh, leading leader in leading goal leads Wow. in NHL history. The leading leader. Leading leader. So Howie Morenz overtook, guess who? Mm. I, I will give you $150. Eddie Lack. No, he wasn't playing at the time. Good, 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 good answer. Also a goalie. Um, I'm going to guess. 1933, 247th goal. Overtook who? His first name has two letters in it. Whoa. BJ Novak. Got it. Off the star. Glorious Bastards supporting character B.J. Novak. It was Cy Denony. Cy Denony. I was going to guess Cyclone Taylor, but... That'd be a good guess. Yeah, it would have been a fine guess. Let's give you the points. Thanks. Not the money. Keeping it. Get the best. The best for less at Cyclone Taylor Sports. That's a little plug for Cyclone Taylor Sports. Not sure if they're still around in Vancouver, but they used to be, and I used to hear that on the radio all the time. All right, everybody. On this day in hockey history, December 14th, 1974, the first player ever to get two fighting majors concurrently. Whoa. Uh, Duncan, do you guys remember this? Duncan Kapodunsky oh, yeah. served two simultaneous fighting majors when, at 1434 of the second period, he broke into a fight against himself. Kapodunsky, a feared enforcer in his time, died just last year of after a decades-long battle with schizophrenia. Oh, poor guy. A condition that uh, some believe first exhibited itself in this fateful night. The fight started uh, when Kapodunsky, the towering number 41 for the Barons, leveled a massive right hook on himself. Ooh. An unanticipated sucker punch that set the crowd into a frenzy. Kapodunsky then scored three jabs at the left, 
on Kapodunsky before he was able to realize what he was doing to himself and finally got the chance to retaliate. Man. Yeah. After both gloves were off and what ensued had been called by some the most thrilling episode of Man vs. Self since Van Gogh v. Ear, it wasn't until the two sharp rights by Kapodunsky and a complete jerseying that the refs finally stepped in. The ensuing five-on-three, because of the two concurrent uh, fighting majors for the Canadians, looked to be a game-changer until a fight broke out in the penalty box between Kapodunsky and Kapodunsky, forcing the refs to postpone a game until uh, the next night when they could find a way to separate the two heated combatants. Um, this, of course, was a long time before what we know today of CTE. Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking that. I was thinking, could this be because of the lack of equipment? Yeah, and brain knowledge yeah. and stuff. We've got... Tragic. Tragic story. We've got audio footage of that uh, that fight, don't we? Yeah, can, I think we, we do. That can we cue that up? Yeah, we get the audio footage right here. Looks like time for the old romp and stomp. He brought the hammer down and nailed it. I saw that carpentry analogy coming. Top story this week. Woo! Top story this week, Dan Kluge strikes again. Now, that's the official Dan Kluge music. Can we roll the footage of um, Dan Kluge letting in that uh, goal in the Red Wing series? Um, I'm going to go to YouTube right now. Let's get that footage going. So I'm going to type in Kluge goal. Just type in Kluge, see what the first thing is. It's actually probably a fight. He had some pretty good fights. Okay, I'm just going to type in... Kluche. Give me typing. Kluche goal. Whoa. Okay. I typed in Kluche goal. Mm-hmm. First result. Nick Lidstrom center ice goal on Kluche. Yeah. Second result. Lindstrom versus Kluche center ice slappers. Third result. Daniel Sedin scores first NHL goal versus Dan Kluche. Really? Did that happen? Apparently. Dan Kluche was in that? All right. I'm not going to watch that video, but I believe it. Yeah. YouTube says it. I believe it. Everybody look it up. Look it up. That's interesting. That's a fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. Confirm or deny. Believe it or not. We could be lying. I will always remember that close-up on Dan Cloutier's face. Long range knuckler. I mean, really, that's not what he's remembered for. He's pretty awesome. The fights. I remember Dan Cloutier for the fights. All right, and now, everybody, this is a last game. Oh. Oh, I didn't see this. may have been going wide that is i didn't see that game i saw the score i, I didn't see we got the need to to watch the recap seven to one i had a feeling they'd be out for revenge after we beat them mm-hmm. dan cluche is the goalie coach right now <laughs> what 
do you think Dan Kluge said to Nilsson when he came to the bench? I think he said it before the game, and he said, listen, Nilsson, if you're anybody, anybody who's somebody's let in a half half ice goal. You're going to say half court. I was going to say half court. <laughs> half rink. Half rink. Anybody who's anybody's let in a half rink goal. It's a rite of passage. I bet Kluge was goading him to do it. He said, this Nilsson kid, he thinks he's all that. Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to trick this I'm poor, trick. gigantic Swede into letting in an easy one. <laughs> oh, man. That's rough. I did not see that. Yeah. Oh. We've kind of let the comedy go for the moment while we just bask in our own sadness that that happened to Kanaka. But if it's any consolation, after the game, P.K. Subban, who scored two goals, mm-hmm. said, yeah, those were for my brother, Jordan. Did he really say that? He said that. Whoa. Who the Canucks traded few days ago that's weird that's oh, weird that's a weird thing that's to a say. weird thing to say it doesn't have anything to do it's not a this doesn't have anything to do with you, you slapped it from center ice it's, you didn't know it was going to go it's in it's not like the canucks organization was like oh screw jordan Subban. Yeah. it's a hockey trade the trades happen we didn't kill him <laughs> he didn't die maybe jordan's um maybe jordan's not happy with the canucks organization i bet he's not but he's been traded so many times and he used to it by now jordan calling in Give us a call. Jordan, call on in. We'd love to talk to you about it. Yeah. That's... If you're going to pick on somebody, pick on somebody your own size. Me yeah. and Daniel standing on each other's shoulders. That's right. Top story number two. Top story number two. Vacation's all I ever wanted. I uh, gotta say, this is a big top story for me. Uh, Bo Horvat took the wrong time to take a vacation. Oh, Just saying. I, know. I mean... Canucks are having a great start to the season, really surprising. Good stuff. All of a sudden he says, hey, I'm going to take a little vacation, going to go golfing. What's the deal, Bo? Why isn't he playing? Why is he taking a vacation? It's so frustrating that NHL contracts don't have that written into them. They need to play the whole season. How many players? He's getting paid, too. That's paid vacation. That paid vacation. How many vacation days does he have? Four to six weeks? Yeah, something like that. Four to six weeks? Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a good contract. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing like Stamkos' vacation, though. That guy has vacation hours. Like, oh, I mean, come on. That contract is terrible. How many days of vacation does he have in his contract? Oh, my God. Incredible. He just says, oh, he just misses the whole playoffs. Says, oh, I'll saunter in in the, in the, yep. in the finals. Outrageous. Give me a break. What do you think he's doing on vacation? I feel, you mean Bo Horvat? Yeah, Bo Horvat. How do you think he's spending his vacation time? There's been reports that Bo Horvat um, has spent a lot of it floating around in a uh, one of those float rooms mm-hmm. sensory deprivation oh yeah 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 float mm-hmm. house a float house yeah they're really expensive yeah but they're covered again canucks contracts yeah it's a medical condition that's right to be suspended and forget your own identity he's probably been golfing he's probably been, probably been golfing with trump would you be think my so? guess that makes sense makes sense mm-hmm. they both have a lot of vacation days yeah they both have a lot in common do they they're both canadian Bo Horvat and Donald Trump. Can we look that up? We're going to check that for you guys. Pretty sure Trump's Canadian. Is there anything else you want to add for Bo Horvat injury? <laughs> um, any other uh, thoughts on what he's doing on vacation? I just hope he's having a good time. You know, it's Christmas. Hope he's with family. He's probably, Um, I, th- I think I saw him working uh, as Santa down at the mall. Did you? Oak Ridge Mall. Yeah, I think he's being Santa, letting kids sit on his lap. What do you want for Christmas? They all say for Bo Horvat to play again so yeah. we can win. A playoff berth. 
He goes, ho, 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 Horvat. Bo, bo, bo. <laughs> bo, bo, bo. <laughs> but seriously, Horvat, selfish. Selfish. Shame. Selfish. Shame. Just because Besser has more points than you, you think you can just go on vacation? Selfish. What's Besser thinking right now? He's thinking, I need a vacation. Yeah. That kid's like 20 years old. He should be in Europe right now. That's right. He should be on a Euro trip. He should be in Amsterdam, in a cafe. Slamsterdam. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is it called that? I watched part of the 2011 uh, Cup Final in Amsterdam. 2011. 2011. How'd it go? What game? We won. Ah, we did a lot of that that was year. so awesome. Oh, man. Which was it? No, no, tell me. Game five. <laughs> The last one we won. Aww. <laughs> Top story number three. What do Artem Chibarov, Sergei Fedorov, this is a quiz for you, Daniel. Oh, I love it. Bob Ganey, Dan Hamhuse, and Vladimir Tarasenko have in common. They all have Nick they all have Star Wars nicknames. They were all born on December thirteenth. Really? Happy birthday, Daniel. Oh, my gosh. That's so nice. Me and Chewy, really? You and Chewy. Artem Chubarov. Oh. Yeah. What were the other names on that list? Fedorov. Fedorov. Fedorov's good. Bob Ganey. Yeah, Bob. Danny Hamhuse, another Dan. Oh, man. Hamhuse is great. Sharing your birthday. And Vladimir Tarasenko. Cool. And what's sad is none of them were born on your birth year. The Russian Ripper. So no one from your birth date has ever played in the NHL. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one. Yeah. I played a game. Did you? Mm-hmm. Cool. How'd it go? We lost. How old were you? 11. Cool. Who were you playing for? I was playing on defense. And the, why? From the Hartford Whalers. Okay. Okay. It was sort of a charity program. Like a Make-A-Wish Foundation? Yeah, but I didn't have cancer or anything like that. How'd you do it then? I just faked it. Ah, oh, okay. They had tryouts for the Make-A-Wish Foundation and, and uh, you know, I, I entered... Said, oh, I can't or whatever. I don't remember what I said. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm the best player on the team because all the other kids were skinny and going through chemo and stuff. So, so you won. So I won the tryout, and they said, hey, you can play for the Whalers. Um, you can play defense. For Cool. Yeah. Played 18 minutes. What was your plus minus? Uh, I think it was minus two. Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. You killing penalties? Yeah, I got an assist. Really? Yep. Interesting. So you are the best person to ever be born on December 13th, 1990. I have the most points of any player born December 13th, 1990 in the NHL. League leader. League leader. The league NHL leader. record. Yeah. That's amazing. Of course, the next year on that date, Vladimir Tarasenko was born. So you're lucky you're not a 91. Because that guy, well, well, maybe things would be different. Maybe things would be different. Butterfly effect, you know? Yeah. Maybe I'd be playing for the St. Louis Blues, and I'd be named Vladimir Maybe Vladimir Tarasenko would be the one homeless right now. We should have Zambonied that. Yeah, sorry, we should have Zambonied that one. I actually just wanted to take an opportunity to talk about Artem Jubarov. Do people know about Artem Jubarov? I'm just asking. Do people know that there was a player in the NHL whose nickname was Chewy? That's awesome. Artem Jubarov has always been one of my favorite players. And if someone was like, name a hockey player, he might be the first name that comes to my head. And that makes no sense. And I've never understood that, but I just love Artem Jubarov, former Canuck. Wore the number 13, possibly because of December 13th, I just realized. Wow, that's cool. That's definitely true. Honestly, based on what we've been through as a podcast, Mm -hmm. favorite Artem. 100% favorite Artem. Fuck you, Anisimov. Anisimov, go to hell. Sorry. 
Sorry, Zamboni. Chewy. Just makes me so mad. Definitely Artem Chubarov or Donald Brashear would be the first Canucks. That would come to my mind. Rich history of enforcers. Artem Chubarov. Here's well, this will be the last we talk about him, and if it doesn't bestill him in your heart, then is this you a are fun cold. fact? This is a fun fact. Yes. Certify it. We need to get a sound cue for fun fact. Artem Chubarov, born Artyom Andreevich Artemis Chubarov. Wow. And when you Google him, the name that comes up is born Nizhny Nozgorod. What? Russians, call in. Tell us what to make of this. We're confused. We need Russian help. Nizhny Nozgorod? But don't help us out in the open. Like, keep it under wraps. Yeah. We'll send you an email. Hockeysportpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, just email us and we'll uh, organize or a secret meeting. Artem, or like if you're out there. Chabarov, not Anisimov. Not Anisimov. Yeah. Please don't call him. Don't ever call it's him. It's too late. Yeah, you've ruined it. Your stuff is on the lawn. <sighs> We're so mad at you still. <sighs> just, I don't. I, I just, just miss him. I know. Me too. And hey, we're not getting over him if we're if we're under him. He's permazammed. Permazammed. Permazam. Baby. Baby. Top story number four. You Turn don't it. own me. Owners in the NHL meddling with teams, with fans, with history. Um, Sing it, sister. What do you got for us? Yes, the ACT. Recent headline: um, Recently traded NHL er Kyle Torres has gone on record saying that the uh, that the owner of the Sens, uh, mm. Eugene Melnick, was the reason that he got nixed from the team. Oh, Eugene Melnick got in the way. No. Melnick said, "Listen, Torres, you're a hot shot. You're a you're a loose cannon." Give me your badge and gun. You're off the force. Mm. And he kicked Turris out. Could have gone for a senator's metaphor. Went for a police metaphor. Yeah. Well, in Ottawa, they the police are dressed as senators in the nation's capital. Interesting. They wear the hats. The they Roman wear the hats, hats. The Roman hats. They have gladiuses, and they they only yeah. carry swords. The only way to unelect a Canadian senator is if he's eaten by a lion. That's right. Or defeat him in single combat. Single combat is the only way to go. Which is how Trudeau got elected. Yeah. He defeated Stephen Harper in single combat. That was such a good fight. Man, that mm. was one of Canada's greatest and most bloody moments. When he plunged that sword into Harper's kneecap, hearing Harper scream. It's my ringtone. It's my, it's my alarm clock. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. I'm going to do that too. But he's got such a nice voice. Harper's band. Harper's band? Have you ever heard uh, Stephen the Harper's band? The Van Cats? Oh, they're so good. It's so hard when you say stuff that's patently untrue and then transition into something that's so stupid you wish it wasn't true. This is the line we dance. The Van Cats. Danced it all my life. A pun on 24 Sussex Drive, which in French is Van Cat. So his band is the Van Cats, and they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Their 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 cover of "Sweet Child of Mine" is particularly awful. Oh. This is the Prime Minister of Canada, <laughs> former, playing a Roland EP7. 
Like what is it? Is this a function? This is surely that. a charity. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Hopefully, it's a charity for deaf children. Owners. Uh, we talked about owners. Eugene Melnick. Oh, it was. It's an anti-immigration rally. Don't come here. <laughs> Don't come here. It's really God. It's this really uncool. Every day. I liked. I always. My. I always remember Harper's uh, jersey. He always wears Harper on the back of his jersey. <laughs> So funny. No one wears their own name on their jersey anymore. It used to be a thing. Oh, Morgan, I got Morgan and it's 91. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like that'd yeah. be a thing you do. It'd be a good present your parents would get yeah, you. Sure. Yeah. No one does Him that anymore. Yeah. It's got to be because of Harper. Because mm-hmm. he shows up every year that that uh, Canadian team went to the final. He'd have their little jersey with of his course. name on the back. Yeah. Harper, if you're listening, and I know you are, you're not a hockey player. You didn't make it to the NHL, and you're not Axl Rose, and you're not. I was gonna play a clip. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I was gonna play a clip of Stephen Harper playing a Beatles song, which is just an atrocious cover. I yeah. couldn't find it. What I could find was a video of him doing it with no audio, no joke. Really? Which is brilliant. That's perfect so for the podcast. Good. I love. It's great for the podcast. It's also great so for our funny listeners that the person who uploaded that video took the time. To upload the video was like, I better I better just leave the audio out. People will get the message. The second thing I found is a global news video that's title is Stephen Harper's Drummer Charged with Sexual Assault. <laughs> oh, 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 Van Cats. <laughs> Ooh, man, it's always the drummer, isn't it, huh? Anyway, back to our top story. You don't own me. Torres says Melnick was one of the reasons that he got nixed from the NHL. Steve, what are your opinions on owners meddling with the teams? We obviously have a lot of experience being from Vancouver. We went through the uh, Aquilini Tortellini phase, and it was a t- it was a tough tough phase for all of us. Um, how do you feel about owners getting their grubby little money grubbing hands in the in the fans' I think that pockets they, and hearts? I think they, they know best. Look, if you're an owner who made all your money mm-hmm. in oil right. or real estate, right. then you know hockey. Diamonds. Diamonds. If you're yep. an old-fashioned billionaire who just always loved hockey, you probably know what's best. If there's one thing your instincts, we've Melnick. learned from recent events, it's that billionaires know best. Mm-hmm. The richer you are, the, the smarter you are. Yeah. Kyle Turris, if you'd been richer... Maybe you would have gotten what you wanted. Maybe you would have owned the Ottawa Senators, pal. Yeah. Um, I think, don't complain, purchase. Right. You don't like where your career's going? Buy the Ottawa Senators. That's what Lemieux did. Exactly. He bought, bought the team and he, then came back from retirement. Yeah, he bought the Senators, and guess what? They won the cup. Four years in a row. Um, that's going to move us into uh, our next segment, the Hockey Trade Trading Center of Hockey Sport Related Trades. Folks, we're going to go back in time. Come along with me, if you will. Travel the road into the past for this retrospective. It's not a long retrospective, but happened a couple weeks ago. There was a trade that rocked the NHL, and it also has to do with the now owned by Mario Lemieux, Ottawa Senators. It was a 12-way trade. I've always wanted a 12-way. 
between Taurus versus Duchesne versus Batman versus Yeezy versus Batman. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Stop everything and describe the opening scene of that movie. <laughs> Batman versus Superman, <laughs> Dawn of the League. Oh my God, the Justice League, the Hockey League. Oh. What's the opening scene? Close up on a piece of ice flying through space. Green ice, kryptonite ice, oh. frozen krypton water. Superman is the league's leading point getter by far. He's Obviously. eclipsed Gretzky's. Uh, record all records, yeah. seven Stanley Cups in a row. Batman not having it. Guess why? Because in this universe, Superman's Canadian. He plays for the Jets. Oh my goodness! And Batman hates Batman's it. Gears. Oh, he <clears throat> says those damn Canadians think they're the best at hockey. Not on my watch. Not in a small market Canadian team. So guess what? Batman shatters this piece of kryptonite ice and puts it in every rink in town. Superman. Montage of him lacing his golden skates, putting his Winnipeg Jets colored cape on, and his... He doesn't wear a Jets logo. Everyone else on the team wears a Jets logo. He wears a Jets colored Superman logo. Heck yeah. Getting onto the ice. And of course, the song that plays as he gets onto the ice is the Superman theme. Anyway, in the la- in um anyway, in last month's uh, blockbuster 12-way trade, uh sent tourists to uh, Nashville, Duchesne to the Senators, Batman to Marvel, Yeezy to Beyonce and Batman back to Mordor. Um Steve, who do you think's winning this trade? Ah, uh, I think that the big loser of the trade is Mordor. Right. I don't think that they needed what Batman's bringing to the table. They don't need another Dark Lord. They have so many orcs. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of orc captains. Yeah. I feel bad for Beyonce. I feel bad for Beyonce, too. Yeezy seems like a downgrade from JZZ. Mm-hmm. As far as I am aware, they are comparable in defensive skills, but That's right. on offense. You know, the formation Beyonce brings. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful formation. Yeah. Ottawa's pretty bad. To put it in perspective, Colorado got seven things for Duchesne. Was it actually a 12-way trade? I was just joking. Was it really 12? Nine. Ugh. Colorado got seven assets back for Matt Duchesne when it, when it all came to pass. Man. Wayne Gretzky, when he was traded from the Edmonton Oilers in 1988, mm-hmm. the Oilers got back five assets and gave up uh, two people with Gretzky. Okay, so Duchesne's better than Gretzky. Mathematically, Duchesne is at least two people better than Gretzky. Man, this is a big day. <sighs> it's a big day. Yeah. I'm excited to see how Ottawa does with Matt Duchesne, taking aside the fact that they've lost almost every game since he got there. Matt, better than Gretzky, Duchesne. Mm-hmm. The greater one. The greatest one. Mm-hmm. The greatly one. Greatly one. The one greatly. Write that down so that we remember to always refer to Matt Duchesne as the greatly one. Yeah, Ottawa is not good. Yeah, what's wrong with Ottawa? What do you think? I don't know. In your expert opinion, based on your one game and one assist of NHL experience, I mean, they got they were one goal away, one overtime goal away from the Stanley Cup final last year, 
And I didn't think they had a very good team. It's the same thing as Montreal. They just don't have, I just don't think they have very good forwards. I just don't, they don't have any forward stars. You need two stars to win a cup. Let the record show. That is the Dhoni stamp of approval. If you have two great forwards on your team, you got to have two superstars on your team to win a cup. You got to have two superstars. You can't just have one. You got to have two. Ottawa has one. Ottawa has one. Mm-hmm. Kane and Taves. Malkin across Pittsburgh's ridiculous. You got, you Kessler's just, a star. You got Kessler. Have, Kessler? Kessel. Kessel. We're not talking about Kessler. Did we Zamboni Kessler? We didn't Zamboni Kessler, but he's almost permazammed. He's getting close to being permazammed. He's getting close to permazammed. I mean, how dare you make me say your name instead of Kessel? Kessler still hasn't I think apologized or resigned. Apologize and resign. I want to say an apology letter. Yeah, no, I want, I want an apology want a personalized apology and i think he should resign i don't think we're the only ones that feel that way of course not i think you're right with the two stars you need you need two superstars in a team to win the cup Gotta it seems them. like it's always happened yep the kings are might be an exception but drew Doughty, jonathan quick and anze kopitar yeah. on any on any good day are some of the best players in the league so that that fits yep now eric carlson only is the only star on ottawa that's like a true superstar and he's great love him but I'm thinking if I'm improving Ottawa, maybe mm-hmm. Drew Doughty could be the person that fixes it. Right. And it's funny that I should mention that. How come? Because, just coincidentally... What's funny about it? Drew Doughty had, a, had an interesting uh, a quote recently, Ooh. which has been much the talk of the town. Drew Doughty... Oh, Doughty. Drew Doughty said about his upcoming contract, which will be done at the same time as Eric Carlson's. Mm. Right now, contract I guess brothers. we'd have to be gauging what PK makes. I think both of us, referring to him and Carlson, deserve quite a bit more than that. Ooh. Ooh. Throwing a little shade PK's way. Yeah. I can't wait to see what Jordan does on behalf of PK against Drew Doughty. He's definitely going to say something, and then he's going to go, that was for PK. Yeah. They have this whole thing where they uh, write each other's wrongs. Yeah. It's like that movie Four Brothers, except there's only three brothers. Mm Mm-hmm. And people are watching. So it's like that movie Three Brothers. There's probably a movie called Three Brothers. Totally. Three Ninjas. Three Ninjas. Three's Company. He also said, I know I'm going to talk to Carlson back and forth, kind of see what money he's looking for. That's Doughty. Listen, Doughty, I doubt that you deserve as much as Eric Carlson. He's just a better defenseman. Maybe Doughty, like, in the prime of his, like, L.A. Kings crazy cup fest that they randomly were privy to, but, I mean, not anymore. Not anymore. So funny that Drew Doughty oh, just hell. picks the best defenseman in the league and says, <laughs> oh, well, we'll see how much we're he's talk making. About it. We're best friends. And I'm certainly better than PK. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Weird. So weird. Weird so thing bizarre. to say. He said, I'll kind of look at what kind of money I'm looking for. I don't know if he, as in Carlson, is going to resign with Ottawa. I don't know if I'll resign with LA. You just never know what's going to happen. Frankly, if he was on my team, I'd be shocked and hate him a little bit. Carlson said the same kind of stuff. Yeah, Carlson said, I'm going to get my money. What makes this even more interesting is all the stuff that they've said on the record and then the stuff that they've said off the record. We actually have a hockey sport podcast exclusive. We've got a, a live hot mic recording that we are the, we, we are the only We're the only uh, journalist. Can we call ourselves journalists? I think we can. I think we call ourselves journalist extraordinaires. I was going to say, if there was a way to make it sound better, that we should call ourselves that, and you nailed it. Thank you. That was an extraordinary piece of journalism I just did, coming up with our journalistic title. Let's roll the clip. We've got a hot mic. This was actually a phone call that was hacked, and it is 
Eric Carlson actually talking to Drew Doughty. So uh, here you go. Yeah, Drew, are you are you there? Yeah. Hey, Eric. Hey, Drew. How you doing? I'm so good. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. You know what we were talking about, about money yeah, and how we want yeah, it yeah, and how great we are. Uh-huh, yeah. And how you're the best and I know you, so I'm the best. Yeah, yeah, you're good, yeah. yeah. I think I'm better, but you're still you're still good, yes. Yeah, you're better, but we should get the same amount of money Yeah. because yeah, I mentioned yeah. you. Yeah. So Can I we be paid to... in uh, Swedish marks? Look, I don't know what money you want. I just know where we're going to get it. Mm-hmm. So let's just go over our plan. So you want at least $14 million, which is the max. At least. I want $14 million. Yeah. Maybe plus a couple bucks because oh, yeah. I deserve it over you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the way we're going to get that, as we've talked about, yeah, is we're going to go to a team. Choose the same team. Me and you. Mm-hmm. Both of us. Together, The yeah. two best defensemen in the league. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what we're both going to get we will be. $14 million. And we're going to destroy that team. We're just going to destroy them. Destroy the franchise. Run them into the ground. Oh, yeah. Because oh, we'll be yeah. the whole cap. Sure, yeah. I don't want to be competitive anymore. Mm. I don't want to. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. I'm you know, tired. You go through I'm tired, a whole yeah. season. Oh, yeah. And then you got playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm tired mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. I want to make my money. Let's go to a team that is not competitive. And make them worse. Yeah. I'm thinking Florida. Florida. I mean, just hearing that, it just gives me goosebumps. It's really shocking. It's also shocking how Doughty, his accent went from bro to southern to just no accent at all. Eric's accent is all over the place, too. I think it's because they travel so much. The NHL travel schedule right now yeah. is just crazy. I think that's crazy. They're all over the place. During that recording, they landed in Texas, and so that's why Drew kind of got like a southern drawl. Of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. And Eric's been here for so long. It's and he forgot to... what the Swedish currency yeah. is. Yeah. Sometimes um, some people think that an accent uh, isn't, uh, you know, um, genuine, but um, it's just because they've been probably been in a country for so long. It sounds weird. Either way, shocking recording. Either way. Shocking. Just the news is heartbreaking. Exciting for Florida, though. Super exciting. Yeah, if you're going to not make the playoffs, which presumably that you might as well have the two highest played players in the league. Yeah, they should get Yager back too. Yeah, they should get Yager back. You know what they say, Florida, where people go to retire and then go to Calgary. Where NHL players go to retire. Mm-hmm. I think Yager was a lot better fit on Florida. Calgary? Calgary? Just doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. Bullshit. Bearball. Next segment, this is our uh, recurring segment. Man, remember 2011? Oh, do I ever. You know what? Um, Here's the thing I just want us to remember about 2011. I just don't think that Luongo calling out Tim Thomas was as big a deal as everyone made it out to be. Roberto, could you just talk a little bit about the goal and from a goalie's perspective, how difficult it is to play a shot off the end boards and comes from a weird angle? goes off Tim's body just how hard it is for uh, it's not hard if you're playing in the paint so 
it's an easy save for me, but if you're wandering out and aggressive like he does, I mean, that's going to happen. So uh, he might make some saves that I won't, but uh, in cases like that, I mean, uh, uh, we want to take advantage of bounces like that and make sure that we're in good position to bury those. Okay. You know that sound clip? He's just he's just talking about goalie styles. He's not uh, throwing any any sort of shade Tim Thomas's way whatsoever. He's just talking about the goalie styles. It's not a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. That wasn't what did it. Don't think that was a big deal. Okay. That was our man. Remember 2011. Remember 2011. <sighs> cool. We're going to be coming back to that. Really looking at that from all angles. Yeah, pretty much We're every episode. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Pretty much every episode, yeah. I think when we reach a certain number of subscribers, we'll do a, a um, full-on 2011 episode, and we'll just talk about Yeah, we'll we're going to do like it. a crowdfunded. Yeah. Like. It should be a live episode or sort something. Sort of like a serial podcast, maybe. Last episode we said it was going to be a one full episode, but I'm thinking it's more like an eight episode. Like a series? A series. Yeah. Almost like a, maybe a detective. We can really we can really get into it. Because there's some stuff that went down. There is definitely, in things. all seriousness, there is some stuff that should have been brought before the league. We'll get to the and bottom Batman. of it. Batman. 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 I'm Gary Batman. I am the Batman. Fight of the night. Fight of the night. Fight of the night. It's the fight of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, we're excited to introduce our fight of the night. Ding, ding. We are going to be debating. Thank you. Fight of the night. Kind of sounds like it. We are going to be. Does not sound like. (laughs) Kind of sounds like the boxing bell. The boxing bell, bell, yeah. Sounds like you're asking for a waiter. Waiter. Concierge? Concierge? That's uh, live sound effects in the studio. This episode's Fight of the Night is going to be on playoff format. We're both going to suggest a way to improve the playoff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Format to fix this disaster of a divisional series, which means that Ovechkin's going to play Crosby every single year, and it's never going to be interesting. Right now, the Pittsburgh Penguins have 35 points. The Boston Bruins have 34 points. Guess who's in the playoffs? Guess who's not in the playoffs? Should I guess? I'm going to give you guys a little bit of time. Okay. See if you can guess. Remember, the question was, which team is currently not in the playoffs? The Boston Bruins with 34 points or the Pittsburgh Penguins with 35 points? Email your... Time's up. The team not in the playoffs is, you guessed it, the Pittsburgh Penguins with 35 points. The Boston Bruins are in the playoffs with less points. What? What? Why? What? They're in the same conference. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. They're in the same conference, but they're not in the same. They're not in the same division. I bet you the Pittsburgh Penguins are a couple spaces above the Boston Bruins. So dumb. So dumb. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's why Ottawa made it to the conference final last year because they played New York, and they they had a home ice advantage. So bizarre. So bizarre. Okay. Our playoff format, fight of the night. So we're both going to suggest ways that the playoff format should be improved. Do you want to go Up first, first. Steve, or do you want me to go? You got it. Okay, I got it. All right, so um, this is what I'm thinking, people. Listen up, folks. I'm thinking we got a whole lot of divisions right now. It's just too cluttered. Everybody's in one division. It's called 
the one division. That's it. Everybody's in the same thing. Top seven teams make the playoffs. Now listen to this. The worst team in the league plays a three-game series against the best team in the league. If they win, they get a bye into the final spot. They get the eighth seed. Uh, actually, it's not even the eighth seed. What am I saying? It's the, the sixth. Last. It's the sixteenth seed because everybody's no, in one no division. Oh, I assume yeah, there's that, no conferences. There are no conferences. So it's, it's sixteen teams. Yeah. Boom. 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 Eight teams in the playoffs. One of them's the worst team in the league. I think it's amazing. I think it's great. Yeah. So we're basically going back to the old format. So you got the worst team in each conference. You're basically battling to be the worst team in the conference so that you get to play this crazy three-game series against the best team in the conference, and anything can happen. Damn straight. Yeah. So the last few games of the season, you're just trying to lose with all your might. Oh, no. Wait, wait. No. Everyone, there are no conferences. You're right. It's just one division. 14, and there's... No, it's 15, 15, and then one last place person. One last place team battles it out with the first team in the league. The worst team in the league faces the first team in the league in a three-game series. I'd say it should be a five-minute three-on-three, and that's it. Oh, hell yeah. Just five-minute three-on-three. First Ooh, goal. I want a little longer, though. I want longer. No, because it's first goal wins. <laughs> it's OT. And the President's Trophy winner, out, if oh. they get scored on. <laughs> No, the 16th team is out. They get the last place. So the first team still in, but it just builds that rivalry up to the point where eventually... I guess we all know this idea is stupid, and my idea is way better. I think it's great. I think for my fight of the night submission for how we should make... It was kind of confusing, but that's fine. uh, uh, Yeah. Confusing, guys. You be the judge. This is how it should be. The way the playoff format should be structured Mm -hmm. with the time that we're living in big divide in america all the states are disagreed there's blue states there's red states they don't like each other they vote at party line every time and it's about time that our hockey reflects that so what we're gonna have is we're gonna have a rematch of the american civil war yeah as the conferences rematch so and it's combined teams you have two teams in the league one team is all the players from Tampa Bay, Florida, Dallas, Nashville, Carolina, all the Confederate states that have a team. Sure. The other team is the 19 other U.S. teams, except Colorado because they were just a region at the time. All their players combined, and they have a grudge match. Winner take all. Mm-hmm. Confederacy versus the Union. They dress up in the full <sighs> Confederate and Union uniforms. Cool. The sticks have bayonets on the end. Cool. You get a really big penalty if you use them, but they're there. Yeah. And they add to the tension. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. What about Canada? Well, in this case, Canada is the it's sort of a summit series, and Canada has a War of 1812 uh, finals. So mm-hmm. all the Canadian teams, Winnipeg, etc., yep. as they are formerly known, will then play the winner of the Civil War Bowl. Yep. The Civil Bowl. The Civil Bowl. Yeah, as it'll be called. And uh, that will be a chance to really see who wins. And then, final twist, the rest of the teams are all disbanded, and it becomes a one-team league after that. Do you think that any of the European players will maybe not give a shit about this American Civil War system and will kind of not want to wear confederate jerseys stuff like that i don't see any issue with that with making europeans wear confederate 
jerseys. I don't think anyone will complain. I mean, it would be a cool looking jersey. Yeah. Any designers out there, design a Confederate and Yankee jersey, send it in to hockeysportpodcast.gmail.com. We'd love to see your designs. Uh, should we make it a competition? Best one gets. Uh, we'll send you over a, a bucket of moonshine. We make it in our basement. Mm hmm. Puffed up. Ooh. All right. On the count of three, we vote on which one we like better. Okay. Three, two, one. Mine. Mine. It's a tie. That's good. A tie. It's always a tie. They should bring ties back in hockey. I liked the tie. No, we didn't. No I one. like the tie. No one likes the tie. I like the tie. What are your? Why do you like the tie? Because it's fair. It's not fair. It sure is. It's dumb. The shootout's unfair. Uh, if you it's came out of a game, game and it was a tie, I don't like it. That's dumb. That's fight of the night for another Basically, night. Basically, yeah, it is. But that means we're going to commercial break. Brought to you by Gold Bond. Oh, man. Let's totally go to commercial break. Our first commercial break is brought to you by our corporate sponsor, Strange Fellows. We're drinking Strange Fellows right now. We're drinking Strange Fellows beers. Um, they don't technically sponsor us right now, but... We're open to it. We're open to the sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Strange Fellows, if you'd like us to mention you in every podcast... Send us some beer. Just a couple beers. Just supply the beer for the podcast. Yeah. That's all we need. That's all we need. This week's like podcast has been um, enjoyed during a nocturnum by Strange Fellows. Wait. If that isn't worth like an eight pack. That's got to be at least worth an eight. Have we earned an eight pack yet? Okay. Next section. Wild prognostication round. We're about to get wild. It's about to get prognosticating. Prognosticating. Let's nost this. Sassy podcast. It's been the sassiest we've done. In this round, we predict what's going to happen. The stuff that you need to know. All right, first thing, Dan, what do you think is going to happen in the future of the NHL? In the future this year of the league? and beyond. Ooh, I think that the Vegas Onion Knights are gonna get uh Dolan. wow they're gonna get the first overall pick they're gonna get the first overall pick yeah. i like it it's a great great diagnosis yeah they're gonna get the first one um, prognosis they're not and, and they're gonna make the playoffs those two things are both gonna happen batman the, the the draft lottery yeah the draft lottery break the internet totally breaking the internet and that's a sure thing um we've talked a lot about this on the podcast already but something i think will not happen Seattle is now in the news for getting an expansion team. They won't. No sea, no sea coyotes. No, I don't think Seattle's gonna gonna get an expansion team. Really? They're gonna fail in their application because they're gonna get the sea coyotes, as we've talked about. Ah, uh, I see. No mm-hmm. expansion team. A team will move to Seattle. They're gonna get a relocation. Of That's course. a bona fide mark it down. Bona fide. Put your life savings on prognostified. it. Prognostified. Prognostified. Sanctified. Yeah. Testified. Oh my god. Testify, girl. Next prognostication. What do you got? Yager plays till he's 52. He beats Gordy Howe. 52. That's a good age. 52. That's what Yager plays till. Yeah. He reaches the 50 point milestone in one of the seasons. Ooh. Um, Wild prognostication round. Stamkos is going to get injured. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to get dark on you guys. It's going to happen. He's leading the league. We've seen this before. He's going to get injured. Let's move on. Next one. 
McDavid's going to get injured. Guys, I don't want to get dark again, but that guy goes too fast. He skates too fast. He needs to slow down. Slow oh, down, Connor. So dangerous. Slow down. His mom should talk to him and say, if you don't go to the speed limit, I'm taking the keys away. That's right. The He's ref going should give him a ticket. Speeding yeah, ticket, speeding Connor ticket. He's going too fast, dude. Look at Pavel Bure. That's all I'm going to say. Connor McDavid, slow down. Elongate your career by 10 years. Yeah. Don't go sliding into those boards. Elongate it. Don't go chasing those waterfalls. Don't go chasing waterfalls. I used to think that song was called Jason, Jason waterfalls. waterfalls. I used to think they were saying, don't go Jason waterfalls. Let's move on. Yeah, that's good enough. I think we all thought that. Yeah. Totally. Wild prognostication round. Mm-hmm. I think that one of the teams that mathematically shouldn't be in the playoffs, like the aforementioned Pittsburgh Penguins, is mm-hmm. going to win the Stanley Cup. So it's going to be one of those teams that yeah. is only in the playoffs because of their division. Yeah. And they're going to win the Stanley Cup. Because last year, Nashville barely made the playoffs. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. I think that's a safe bet. one of those bet. times. Yeah. Safe yeah. bet. Safe bet. Safe bet. Safe bet. Safe bet. Safe bet. Do you have a safe bet? Um, Safe bet. Yeah, I have a safe bet. Um... St. Louis is going to get knocked out in the second round of the playoffs. It's a safe bet. That's such a safe they bet. They usually make it through the first, and they get knocked out the second. We've transitioned from wild prognostication round to safe, safe bet bets. round. <laughs> safe bet round. After the end of the playoffs, Ryan Kessler will say, that loss was the hardest of my career. <laughs> That's a safe bet. That's a safe bet. That is. He takes it hard. A safe bet. Ryan Silver Medal Kessler. Safe bet is an American team wins the cup. Oh, harsh safe, safe bet. bet. Harsh safe bet. Pretty safe bet. Safe bet. At some point during the playoffs, Daniel will stand up off his seat and yell, come on! That's a that's totally a safe bet. It's going to happen. I, I also yell, shoot the puck! <laughs> World of other sport. World of other sport, yeah. World of Other Sport is brought to you by Strange Fellows Brewing. Strange Fellows. Our email address is hockeysportpodcast at gmail.com. We will take vouchers. Do you have gift cards? We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take anything. Free beer. I know someone who's going to be drinking a lot of free beer, and that's former Ottawa Senators legend Chris Neal. Chris Neal's retiring. So we have a couple beers left, which we will save for when he calls in. Oh, I can't wait for him to call in. Can't wait for that. Chris Neal at the of top of the hour. At the top of the hour, Chris Neal. Is it the PM? top of the hour yet? Nope. What time are we at, Kathy? Kathy? Where's Kathy? Where's Chris? Wait, where's Chris? All right, Chris Neal calling in at the top of the hour. Anyway. Back to world of other sport. Our top other sport story comes from... Several other sport, which is titled The Canadian Triple Crown. I don't know if you've been noticing this, but I've been noticing it, and mm-hmm. Toronto certainly has been noticing it. They're on pace for the incredibly rare, much anticipated Canadian Triple Crown. They're the biggest city in Canada. They're the third biggest city in North America. They're the most important city in the world. The earth revolves around the Toronto Axis, and they have won two championships in the last several days. Oh, you can hear the crowds freaking out and wishing it was the Maple Leafs. It's a good time to be a Torontonian. Apparently. Torontite. Torontin. Toronter. Toronto 
Tyne. Tyrannosaurus. You may recall, in our previous World of Other Sports coverage, we detailed, in excruciating detail, for moments longer than we probably should have, the 24-27 to victory of the Toronto somethings over the Calgary something else. Yep, Grey Cup. Grey Cup. The oldest trophy in history. So old, it used to be white. And now it's just a grey. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. You should repaint it. And we've not detailed, but we are excited to report on the 2 nothing victory over the Seattle Super Sounders. Sounders. Supersonic C- Sounders. Sea Cats. Sea Coyotes. Probably what are they called? The I C- tried. The, C- the Super Sea Sounders. The Seattle Sea Sand Assists. The Seattle Starbucks. That is Perfect. Which brings us to another gripe I have, which is the New York Red Bulls, an actual MLS team that is called the Red Bulls and has the Red Bull logo as their logo. You're not a real league if you have a corporate logo as your mascot. Some, I don't know why soccer allows that to happen. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. Uh, Even that the, is like Seattle Starbucks. All of them. The Vancouver Whitecaps have the Bell logo. It's just on the front of the jersey. at least they're called the Whitecaps. They're not yeah, called Bell know, Media. It's still, it's still embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Hell. The New York Red Bulls. Are you in the Europe, all the European leagues still? I, I get the logos in the front of the jersey. It's, I, it's I weird, but I, I get, get it. it. I don't but get I don't it. get having, like, you could have chosen logo anything. Logo on the jersey? I get it on the field. Like, put it on the field or something. But on the player's jersey? Like, you bought space on a human that's like having cheetos tattoo you and be like i'm sponsored by cheetos all the time strange fellows fellows tattoo Um, not only are we begging for a strange fellows tattoo but daniel's currently wearing a tofino brewing company hat and a star wars shirt (laughs) (laughs) and and later tonight we're seeing the new i am not a slave to the corporate i i'm i willingly participate in it they don't own me i just like the stuff just so you know tofino brewing if you're listening your kelp stout is wonderful. We'll rep you. And if you don't send us beer, Difference. we'll rep another beer company. Difference. And then you're just losing. You think that you think that the New York Red Bulls are drinking Red Bull? No way. That's not good for them. They're athletes. They're going to be in peak condition. Not They've seen Red Bull Space the Jam. Game. They're drinking Monster Energy Drink. They drink water in Space Jam. No, but the space... The, they're the, the Monstars. Monstars, right? The Monstars drink Monstar Energy Drink. Dan... If we can't even land a Space Jam joke, then we just got to pack this podcast up and get out of town. I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this podcast. Thank you. I think there should be a Space Jam reference in every episode. (laughs) We had one in the first one. We did. Yeah. Two for two. Two for two, baby. We've also... Can I just... Give ourselves. We're not doing a we're not wrong. This segment is a segment this called pat on the back. Yeah, this is called pat on the back. It's it's a subsidiary of we're not wrong, uh-huh. and it is pat on the back. We have not mentioned the Edmonton Oilers much this episode. No, not I've at mentioned all. Wayne Gretzky a couple times, but it was a compliment we saying Zamboni'd that he's not it. as good as Duchesne. Yeah, we Zambonied the Edmonton Oilers, and we want Edmonton fans out there to know this is a safe space. Again, I rooted. I rooted for Edmonton Wait, last year in the sorry. playoffs. We're talking about we them all, now. We're talking about them now. We also said that McDavid's going to get injured. <laughs> McDavid's not necessarily the Oilers. He's a player on the Oilers, but we're not talking about the franchise as a whole here. Uh, 
I think it was unfair of us to say this was an Oilers space, safe space and then tell them that McDavid's going to have a short career. I, it's a, and I'm glad that you picked up on that because I'm not just saying McDavid's going to get injured like in a season. Like he's going to be like Lindros, like not necessarily like concussion, Beret. but like Burray, like out before his time. Forsberg. He's just so. There's been so many. It's not even a. It's really not even a bold prediction to say a star not. is going to have a short career. It's not. It's just sad. Just the way he plays too. Yeah. Balls the specific way the that he plays. Boards. Balls to the boards. Balls to the boards. Nuts to the net. Um, did we... World of Edith... Okay, so uh, I haven't talked about the Canadian Triple Crown. This is... It's we been talked about for a long time. Sometimes. We get distracted sometimes. Look, we're not geniuses. We're not perfect. We're I mean, not the best. We don't work for Apple. We're not pros. We're not decent humans. But we do know. We're not humans at all. Moving on. As you probably know, the Canadian Triple Crown is the three major sports in Canada, winning them all. And Toronto is two-thirds of the way there. They have won soccer. They have won Canadian football. CFL. They have a good team, and they could complete it, and they would have won all the sports. Can you imagine? What about the MLB? They didn't win that. What? Baseball. Oh, baseball? What about? Ball sport. Basketball. Big ball sport. Um, they didn't win those ones. Were they good? Did they make the playoffs? They didn't make the playoffs in baseball. Basketball's still going on, so. But they lost. I mean, they, they might they have lost the twenty seventeen basketball league, the BL. Yeah, write us in. What's the name of the basketball league? Oh, hoop sport. Do you think there's a chance that LeBron James could play for the Toronto Raptors one day? I'm gonna predict it right now. LeBron James will play for the Toronto Raptors. Hashtag we weren't wrong. Hashtag safe bet. Okay, so there's no triple crown. Apparently, they only won the sports that no one really watches. And well, maybe they won the Stanley Cup. But hey, Toronto's got a good chance. They're a really good team. And I think they're going to go deep in the playoffs. Wow. Is that an actual prediction with sincerity? No. Oh, good. I don't do sincere. All right. World of Other Sports story number two. Curling. Curling. So the roar of the rings just happened. And uh, you know what that means. The two teams that are going to the Olympics have both been chosen, uh, Kim Ko and, uh, and Rachel Homan. Um, I mean, Roar of the Rings is great. It's awesome. Main story is I would like to one day marry a curler. Just love watching the ladies curl. They're just so focused and determined, and they're, they're just so good at it, and they're awesome. They all seem really... Really cool. What is it about lady curlers? There's just something about them. I mean, first off, most of them are babes, which is really cool. They're awesome. That's really cool. And they're and they're so focused, and they're just like, oh man, they've just got so much determination. It's just it's just cool. So you know, I'd like to marry a curler. So uh, uh, if you're a lady curler and you and you you like the podcast. Email us. Give me a shout if you're a lady curler. One day I'm going to marry a curler. We should go curling. We should totally go curling. Okay. Ooh, maybe that can be the winner of a competition can go curling with us. Oh, man. I would enter that. Can I go curling with you? Yeah, if you win the competition. Uh, how do I enter? I'll enter, too. Okay, cool. Man, I hope we win. <laughs> me, too. Dude. 
want to go curling with you. Oh, we should totally go curling. Oh, it'd suck if, we, if somebody else won, though. It really suck. We should make it so only us two can enter the competition. Okay. So I guess the best way to do that is to give a fake entry. Send your entries to, to hockey, hockey sports. Yeah, nice. Podcasts at gmail.ca. Nice. And you could win a curling match with us. Well, you could. World of Other Sports story number four. This is a ball sport story. What are the other sports besides ball sports? It's foot sport. Hockey it's sport. Hoop sport. Hoop sport. Ball um, sport. Is ball sport not – is hoop sport not a ball sport? Hoop sports is can also be called bigger ball sport. Right. Um, there's foot sport. Uh-huh. But that's confusing because there's also sock sport, right. or as they call it in Europe, foot sport. Soccer. 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 Okay, what's ball sport? Ball sport. Uh, it could be called bat sport too. Oh. But then that would be confused with Batman. Base sport or Batman. Should it be base sport? No, I like ball sport. So we have ball sport, hoop sport, foot sport, European foot sport. <laughs> Otherwise known as sock sport. Yeah. Curling is rock sport. Rock sport. Yeah. Fight sport. Fight sport? Not for lacrosse, but just as... Fight sport. Or or fist sport. Fisty sport. Fist sport would be UFC, and fight sport is boxing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, club sport. Golf. Oh. I was thinking of, uh, like, hunters that kill seals. That's called seal sport. Right, of course. Sea coyotes. Sea coyotes. Not going to be expansion, relocation. Relocation. Mark it for down. Sure. Hashtag safe bet. World of other sport number four. Stanton. Ball sport. Ball sport. Ball sport update. Stanton trade. Huge New York trade. Yankees. Huge trade. Huge trade. The two home run champs. On the same team. On the same team. Insanity. That's nuts. That's what I'm talking about, man. Two, two superstars. And the real story here is, how do you pronounce his first name? I'm going to say... What is it? Gian, Giancarlo? Giancarlo? Is it Italian? We'll get back to you guys with that. It brings us to a much more interesting category, which isn't about baseball trades. This game is called Guess the Salary, oh, and it brings cool. us to our Quiz Time Quiz Game. Cool! Quiz Time Quiz Game is now multi-sport. Uh... As is our podcast. It's the number one multi-sport podcast out there. In the world. No other sports in the universe. also cover ball sport and foot sport. And fight sport. And club sport. And best of all, hockey sport. Hockey sport. All right, I'm going to say a salary and you have to guess who it is. Great. And what league. Great. Which player on what team for what sport has signed a... $135 million contract Ugh. over five years. Ugh. 135 over five years? Can you guess the sport? Hoop sport? No, not hoop sport. $135 million over five years? Yeah. It's got to be ball. It's got to be ball sport then. It's not ball sport. What? Is it Euro foot sport? No, it's not Euro foot sport. What but is it? But it is foot sport. It's foot sport? It's foot sport. The Detroit Lions and Matthew Strafford, Stafford. If you're listening to this sorry. and it sounds like we're idiots, sorry. we don't care about these sports. 
And you just have to enjoy the fact that I don't know who Matthew Stafford is. I don't either. But he's the highest paid foot sporter. Wow. That's so much money. That is a ridiculous amount of money. That's foot sport? Oh, football. Is Super Bowl foot sport. Oh, of course. Detroit Lions. American foot sport. Um, that's insane. That's a lot of money. Okay, next one. I mean, you deserve it. He's not going to have a brain in 10 years, so. Who is currently on a 13-year, $325 million contract? Amazon Prime? Sounds like a, Jeff Bezos. It sounds like a company money, like a corporation yeah. would make that kind of money. That'd be your fiscal earnings. <laughs> yeah. Who? It's Giancarlo Stanton. Wow. They signed him for 13 years, and then they traded him, and now the Yankees owe him 295 million dollars. Yeah, they can afford it. There's no salary That's cap. That's insane. That's so much money. That's fucking crazy. Do that many people watch baseball? <laughs> I don't know. How do they make that much money? I don't know. People Budweiser. They have a lot of games. A lot of sponsorships. They should have less games. If you're out there and you watch baseball and don't you think hockey, that if you uh, email us if you're out there and you watch baseball, don't you think they should have played less games? Wouldn't it be more? I love baseball playoffs. I love the sport of baseball. I love watching it in playoff form because it's exciting. Seven game series. How are you gonna have a seven game series and play over whatever 150 games that they play during the season? The hockey has seven game series and we play half as many games half as many games it doesn't make any sense why don't you have if you play that many games why don't you have a uh, 14 game series you know what i mean yeah absolutely i agree with everything you just said but thank one, you one thing i will add our friends is that they should pay them more because well how is a guy gonna afford an apartment in new york with only 300 million how's a guy gonna afford an apartment all right number three this is a good one. Mm-hmm. $350,000 contract <laughs> per week. Interesting stat. I'm going to guess this it's is... It's in euros. Oh, I was going to guess hockey sport. <laughs> is this somebody I know, or is this another player that I'm not going to know who it You're is? You're going to know this one. I'm going to know this one? This is in euros? It's in euros. He makes $350,000 per week, which adds up to $18 million a year. It ain't hockey sport, I'll tell you that. Mama Pajama. Lionel Messi. Oh my god, did I get it right? That is absolutely correct. Oh, booyah. For FC Barcelona. All right, I've got another one. Uh, 832,000 US dollars per year. Per year? Yeah. Triumphkin. That's a good guess. The number was $832,000 a year. Uh huh. Oh, you got that one wrong. Uh, the answer is Connor McDavid. What? Wait, how much? That's a Zamboni penalty. How much? Per- $832,000 a year. A year. The best player in hockey, some would say. Really? He's making less than a million a year. Oh, so his contract like hasn't kicked in? He's like, yeah. It was a trick, trick question. question. You tricky bugger. Yeah. Now it's time for our misplay of the day, folks. Our misplay of the day is Scott Darling. Darling. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, we can just roll the clip and we can listen to what happened against the Rangers. There should be a parental advisory 
this trigger uh, warning. This coming up clip here. Trigger is warning for all goalies. Nightmares. Well, that's another turnover. There's been four or five here in the early going for the Rangers, and that's a big save by Lundqvist. Oh, they went in on the foot to the net. It was missed by Scott Darling, and Zibanejad has his 11th goal of the season. He just reached up and just simply missed it. He must have taken his eye off the Man, puck. Man, that's tough. That's We've talked about long bombs. We've talked about half-court knucklers. Yeah, we have. That was something. That was something else. It's rare when that happens, and it's great. I think looking at that, you can see a precise moment. If you freeze frame it, mm-hmm. when his career ended. Just the fact that it's high in the air, and he's trying to catch it. It's like a baseball catch, and it just goes right by him. It's it's the nature. It's not the fact that it's from far away. It's like the Nielsen goal happened. That's not our misplay of the day. It's just the the way that it happened. It's the kind of goal that if you were playing catch with your dad, yep. and he threw that to you, yep, You're and you it. and you missed it, he go, okay, son, keep your eye on the ball, yep, and you'd have that tone mm. that only a father can have. That's right. Which is like, you could have done that one. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But you disappointed me. It's a disappointed tone. I got to think that Scott Darling, in his head, just heard his father's voice at it's, that moment. That's what everybody around the league, it was like a baby voice. I'm sure every everyone had that. Okay, yeah, ne- maybe next time, buddy. Next time, Aww. good one, good one. Aw, yeah, it's okay, Scott, in this it's case, okay. it will be remembered for the rest of his career. Anyways, we're not going to dwell on misplays. This isn't a negative podcast. Let's get right into our highlight of the night. Ooh, highlight of the night. Um, why don't we just roll the clip? Let's roll the clip. Highlight of the night. Man, this was exciting. Very good between periods talking about, you know, they, they missed that right-handed shot badly. And uh, even... Whoa, oh, Darling lost it! Deone scores! And the Rangers have tied it. The goalie misplays it, and the Rangers score. Boy, oh boy, that, that'll give a coach gray hairs. Just a bouncing, rolling puck. And, and Darling just had trouble with it. It was bouncing and spinning and on edge. And... I mean, first off, the puck handling. The precision. The skill. The skill. The hands. Yeah, the hands. This is why we watch the sport. The hockey sport. It's for moments like these that remind you that this is a sport of integrity. Mm-hmm. This is a sport of hard work, dedication. And this is a sport that transcends just hard work and determination this is a sport that that requires otherworldly natural abilities that aren't bestowed on mere mortals yeah it also reminds you that scott darling must have done something really bad karma's a bitch yeah i feel like scott darling on the way to the rink in new york just like i mean the concrete jungle where dreams go to die yeah i feel like he probably like ran over a cat or there was a homeless person who asked him for money in in the streets and he's from carolina and he's yeah. like that's not how we do it in carolina yeah. why don't you get a job there lazy boy yeah he picked yeah. up this accent when he was in chicago yeah yeah and then that as he's walking away that homeless person said You'll regret this. Yeah, and he cursed him. And then he cursed You'll the darling name. you never want to play in New York again. I'm hoping for a three-peat. Like, I need a three-peat. 
I want a third terrible goal. If hockey was the sport and that we wished it was, mm-hmm. uh, there would be record audiences for the next Carolina New York game. You know, I I mean, because that I think is we a should game. go and we should sit behind the end that Darling plays at twice, and we should have iPads with gifts just constantly playing of those saves. Just yelling, darling, the whole time. Multiple signs. We could have an electronic sign that just shows the YouTube play count for those videos. And just as it's going going on, just have that going up. Yep. And just knowing that that's a classic. Yep. Any other thoughts about the highlight of the night? Scott Darling, if you're listening, uh, my heart goes out to you. That's tough. It's just the universe. Sorry, I, I got to cut you off. Yep. Uh, Chris Neal oh. has oh, we got just Chris. texted. Great. He says uh, that he... Late? It's running late? I mean, he's already like Why? an like, hour late. We've, so. we've, it's the top of the hour. Like, it's literally... It's the top of the second hour. Sorry. Um, well, I mean, you know what? It's just... It's, it's okay. Right he'll be... Yeah. No, no he'll be here. Like, well, it's, we don't have any more segments... Yeah, but that's it. That's the ending segment. Yeah, but like maybe he'll call during. Fuck okay. that! I don't even care anymore. It's over. Damn. Damn. No, I, I don't, don't care. I it's don't. over. I don't want him to come anymore anyway. And you know, I thought after Artem that we, we had made the right decision that we'd pick somebody that was reliable and stuff. Now I'm just questioning our judgment. Which brings us to our last segment of the night. Horoscopes. This horoscope is brought to you by Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson is a Gemini. He was born on May 31st, 1990. Eric, thoughts of romance and dreams of a wonderful evening with that special someone are foiled by work that needs to be done right away. This might concern finances. Interesting. It could involve a lot of deep thought on subjects that don't particularly interest you. Don't let this get you down. Get through the chores and then plan your evening. It won't be too late to have fun. That's the horoscope for Eric Carlson from everyone here at the Hockey Sport Cod. The Codcast. The Codcast. That's the Maritimes. <laughs> That's the Maritimes. God damn it! <laughs> So close. We almost finished signing off with some dignity. It's not our style. Well, uh, apologies to Chris Neal. We ran out of time, so we don't have time for you to call in. I'm not sorry, Uh, Chris. Enjoy your retirement. You won't be hearing from us. We retired you from this podcast forever. Could happen. It might happen next episode. You'll see who gets that bony. Who doesn't? All right. Any predictions for the next episode as we close off? Yeah, predictions for the next episode. We talk about Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. I, th- I think we didn't talk about Austin Matthews for two full episodes. Two full episodes. Mm, sorry, T Dot. Sorry. I think we'll talk a little bit about Toronto. 
Um, I think we're gonna talk. You know, we're gonna start talking about the juniors, the juniors tournaments coming up. Any other predictions? I think that in the next week we'll probably see uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights start losing and earn their Onion Knight cred. I'm hoping to see them start slipping from the playoff spot. Yeah, we're ready for that. I think we're all ready for that. Unless it means Chicago slipping up, which we're not ready for. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. As always, as we close off this podcast, we want to uh, acknowledge... Uh... Wait, do we have anything this time? Do we use any copyrighted material? YouTube, thank you for supplying us with lots of audio. Yeah, I'm sure there's something that we use. We want to acknowledge Strange Fellows Brewing. Um, thanks for supplying the beer. We bought it ourselves, so it's not like you supplied it. But like, if you want to, you. if you want to, we're here. We're here. And, um, you know, um, I just want to say to all the listeners, happy holidays. It's Christmas time, and hope you're enjoying the winter weather. It's been great. It's been real. It's been Hockey, Hockey sport. sport.